We are Masech Tzayamu the Mishnah and Daf Yudchas Amud Aluf. Masrulal Zikenim Mizikne Bezdin. They gave to the Kohen Gadol elders from the elders of Bezdin, the Kohen Lefano B'Seder Hayom, and they read in front of him all seven days the Seder Hayom. What's supposed to be done on Yom Kippur? Va'omrim Lo. And they said to him, they addressed the Kohen Gadol saying, Ishi Kohen Gadol. Ishi is a Lushan expression of, of respect. My master, our, our master, Kohen Gadol. Karan Atabafichah. Read it yourself with your own mouth. Perhaps you forgot it. Or maybe you haven't learned it in the first place. They would stand him up on the eastern, the eastern gate. They bring in front of him the animals that were going to be used for karbanos. She should recognize and be familiar with the avoda. Kol Shiva Ziyamin, all seven days of his confinement before Yom Kippur, they would not uh, prevent him from eating anything he wanted to uh, eat or to drink. However, before the they wouldn't let him eat too much. Why? Michael brings to sleep, and we're going to see that he had to remain awake the entire Yom Kippur night. Let's take a look at Rashi. Rashi says, Ishi. Ishi is Adoni, my master. So they said to him, um, the Koran Lufanov, if you look in the Bach, he, he adds a letter, the Koran Lufanov, Kol Seidarayom. He adds in the words, Kol Shavazayom Seidarayom. He changes the words around. They read in front of him all seven days the Seidarayom, which is in Parshas Achremos. Why? Shehe Makir, Makir means misboning, should understand the behemoths of Ovros, the animals that are passing by, Ovros of fun of Losses, Elibo, Alochos, Seder Hayom. So then it would inspire him to think about the dinim, the laws of the Seder Hayom. Yes, he knew the difference between a cow and a sheep, but um, when he looked at the animals that were in front of him, he would remind himself that with this kind of animal, and then this avoda, that kind of animal, and they do a different avoda. That would uh, familiarize him. With, that's another way of, uh, of uh, familiarizing himself with the, with the avoda. So your question is, could they have a list of uh, the avoda? It wasn't necessary, because you had so many people there who knew the avoda, and would remind the coin of in case he, he didn't know it. So it's not necessary. The list of the, the guitarists, I know for sure there was no list. It was all memorized, but again, it was a family doing it. It was a family recipe for many years. And they knew what they knew what they needed to do. Could you technically have a list hanging? I don't see why not. Okay. I'm just curious. Okay. You're you're thinking like a, an American in 2020. Well, no, because we're saying no. we're talking. But uh, Cohen Guttle, who's uh, who who needs to review it every single day. Yeah. So I thought, I mean, if you pick one of these guys who aren't so great, maybe a list would be pretty helpful because even if he studies it so long, who knows what he's gonna. I see you're an organized fellow, Simcha, which befits a principle. Okay, Bishloma says the Gemara, Shema Shachach I can understand the Gemara saying that maybe the uh, the concern of the the. Uh, Elders of Bezdin, Zikne Bezdin, saying that, maybe he forgot um, the Avoda. 
he got got older and he forgot. Okay, Shemalolavad, he never learned the avoda in the first place. How could that be? The Gemara asks. Can we establish such a thing? in such a situation? What Daniel? It says in the Brisa, the Kohen, it says, the Torah calls him the great, the greater among his brethren Kohenim. He should be greater than his brethren Kohenim, the Koach in strength, but no, in looks and handsomeness, in wisdom, and in wealth. Others say, Let's say, how do we know that if he does not have uh, resources, so his brethren provide him resources from their own in order that he should be an Osher, a wealthy man. How do we know this? He is a he is greater than his brethren. Um, they should um, raise him up from among his brethren. Now, that's the problem is that the problem comes from the word Chachma. If the Kohen had to have been wiser than the rest of the Kohen in wisdom, it's not going to be that the Kohen Gadol never learned. He forgot. Okay, it happens, but um, he never learned. Rabbi says, This is by the first place of Mikdash. Yes, the Kohen was wiser than any other. The Kohen Gadol was wiser than any other Kohen. However, in the Mikdash, there was problems. The Amar Ravasi, Ravasi says, Tarkova the Dinari, Tarkova is a great sum, a great amount of of coins. Martabas Basis gave to Yana the king Al the Ukme ben Gamla to appoint her husband, Yeshua ben Gamla, as the Kohen Gadol. Now, just a few little historical points um, with this Gemara. Perhaps we should say Rashi first. Mimikdash Risham, Rashi says, They only established um, the the Kohen Gadol points of the Din Torah. Um, Kohanim Muhuganim. Proper Kohanim. And the Migdashani wasn't like that. It's interesting that the Mishnah would bring such a, a mushroom from Marta Bezbezas. Let's take a look at the Rashi first. Almana, she was a widow. Ashira, she was wealthy. Vikitsha, Yoshua ben Gamla. Yoshua ben Gamla married her. And she gave money to Yana the king. And he appointed him to be the Kohen Gadol. Tarkova Rashi says Chantisa, which is trey kav, which is quite a, a, an amount of money. Dinari Rashi says are zehuvim. Now the, the king that we're referring to, uh, Martabas basis was at the very end of the second base of Migdash. How do we know that? Because the Gemara in Gittin says tells us in the Nunvav area tells us that uh, Martabas basis. Had was 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 alive at this final siege of Yerushalayim, and she sent her servant out to to buy her food. The servant was incompetent, and she herself went out and she stepped on a piece of dung that she had never done before. She sounds like she was 
never out in the street before. And she was appalled by the uh, disgustingness of her stepping on a piece of dung. Uh, there's another version in the Gemara about what happened to her, but regardless, she got very overwhelmed with illness and she died. Before she died, she threw her considerable gold and silver into the street saying that, what do I need this for? It's fascinating that um, that is Mida Keneged Mida. I think the Marshal says that. Mida Keneged Mida from, from, for this incident. She tried to uh, bribe Yanei HaMelech into, uh, into uh, um, making her husband, she did bribe Yanei HaMelech into making her husband the Kohen Gadol, and she was punished, either Kanegamida, that her money was worthless to her, she couldn't even use it to buy elementary food. But the, the king that we're referring to is not Yanei HaMelech. Yanei lived uh, several generations before him. The king was Agrippa, or it was the uh, Roman uh, governor who did this, one or the other. Um, but it was Agrippa was the last king. Uh, the, the, the Gemara of calls the Chashmalayim kings, who after the time of the first Yanei HaMelech was, were Rishayim. Uh, they call them all by the name of Yanei HaMelech, possibly because uh, the first one, Yanei HaMelech, who was a grandson of the original Chashmanayim, was became wicked, and the wickedness that occurred that occurred for the uh, the years afterwards till the destruction of the Mesemigdash was as a result of his implanting that in the kingship. So it was always called uh, by the name of Yana Amalek forever after. There might have been other reasons why. So this is just the phrase that the Gemara uses. Um, the, the, it's interesting, as I said before, that the Gemara would use the, uh, this case as an example. Uh, Yeshua ben Gamla was a tzaddik. He was not in any, by any means a Russia. The Gemara lauds him for developing the cheder system that, uh, that, that, uh, that, that, that occurred in the, um, in the time of the second base of Mignosh and uh, for afterwards as well. So he was definitely a tzaddik. But uh, his wife made a mistake, even though he very likely was worthy of being the Kohen Gadol, but this is not the way that a person gets somebody to be a Kohen Gadol. If uh, you can't get someone in properly to be a Kohen Gadol, uh, we don't do it this way. It cheapens the office of, of Kohen Gadol. But uh, there were many other Kohanim previously that who bribed their way into the Kohona, as Josephus points out, um, and others point out. Um, so it's interesting that the Gemara uses this example. Could be this is the example that was quoted by Atana, or um, the Gemara was just disappointed in the behavior of these righteous individuals. Uh, Rabbi. Yes. Would it also be possible to say that if, uh, you know, if, if Yoshua ben Gamla was so great and he bribed his way and, you know, imagine, you know, who would have been the Kohen Gadol during that time period if they could pick who was truly worthy? Look, yeah, it's possible to say that. It's possible to say that. But it was, it was the wrong thing to do regardless. Could be there was somebody greater than Yoshua ben Gamla who was ready to be the Kohen Gadol. It's possible. Rabbi Shmuel was around at that time. Um, Rabbi Shmuel, the colleague of Rabbi Akiva. Um, and the Gemara calls him Kohen Gadol, although uh, there's no record. Uh, it could be he was. He served as Kohen, actual Kohen Gadol at one point. There's no record that uh, that I know of that he was the actual Kohen Gadol. Could be the Gemara calls him Kohen Gadol because he was worthy of being the Kohen Gadol, and it's 
it's, it, 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 you put the pieces of the puzzle together, it is possible, the Gemara means to say that Bishmal should have been going Gadol instead of Yeshua ben Gamla, and that is, um, and that's the reason why Yeshua ben Gamla, this was the mistake of uh, Mark the basis that Yeshua ben Gamla should not have been going Gadol, should have let Bishmal be the going Gadol. And possibly, these are all theories, I don't know for sure, but it's fascinating to learn the history and to, uh, to try and, and, and apply it to the halachic statements that the Gemara says. This, this statement was not stated to teach us history. The statement was, uh, that was, uh, was there to teach us what needs to be done in the situation, if a situation would occur, which the Kohen Gadol was not worthy of being the Kohen Gadol. Let's take a look a little further. Um, Erev Yom HaKippurim, on Erev Yom Kippur, Shacharis, in the morning, they would uh, bring in front of him, the, uh, they would put him in the Sharm and they bring in front of him the different animals. Tana, Av Hasi'irim. Sirim means goats. Um, why doesn't it say Si'irim, goats? Because they remember there was the Si'ir La'anzazel. They sent out these I will see later in this Pesach, actually, the Gemara talks about it. The two Seirim that were that were perfectly matched, one was Shechtiv, Lasham, and the other one was sent to Azazel. So over here, the Mishnah tells us that uh, they brought in front of the Kohen cows, Parim, Elim, and Rams, and Kvasim, which are which are sheep, females, sheep. Ram, Ram are, are males, Kvasim are sheep. But they didn't bring in front of him Seirim, and why not? So the Gemara has a brisa, brings a brisa that says, yes, they also brought in front of him Seirim, but our mission clearly does not hold that way because it omits it. So the Gemara asks, the Tanah Didan, my time of the Seirim, why doesn't it say Seirim? The Gemara says, since the Seirim are coming for a chet, to atone for a sin, he would be upset. Cholsha is an expression of his mind would be weakened, meaning he would be preoccupied with uh, the thought of sin and he wouldn't be able to perform the avoda properly. So Mara says, one minute. Par nami al the The par is, was also brought uh, on sin. Mara says, par is different. Par, even the olaval the par was meant to atone for his own sin and for the sins of his brethren, Kohanim. Um, with his brethren who are Kohanim, Inish, the Ismay Milsa, if there's somebody that had something, meaning there was somebody that had a sin, uh, had done a sin, made the Yodalei or Mahadalei Meshuva, that um, it would be known to people and they would, they would encourage that person to do Tshuva and uh, it wouldn't be a problem. Once you do Tshuva, Kadosh Baruch Hu, accepts an individual back. That's what tshuva means, to return. Return to whom? Return to Hashem. So, the Gemara says, the cool Yisrael, all of Kali Yisrael, well, Yadah, he didn't know. Amaravina, Haino Damiyinshi, this is what people say, Ibarachsech, Daila, Havichazi Bishoch, Kamilotachach. If you have a cousin, Barachsech um, as a cousin, um, that you see in the in the shuk in the uh, marketplace, don't go in front of him 
Dila means a uh, a uh, an officer, an officer, like a tax officer um, who can arbitrarily um, impose a tax upon you. So the Gemara says, as an expression of people, of your cousin is the shoter, is the uh, the officer. Don't pass by him in the marketplace because he will recognize you. Will recognize what you've done wrong, and he will exact a tax or a punishment um, for the king. Take a look at Rashi. Um, Daila. Rashi says, Shoter HaMelech, the officer of the king, Meshuka, Kamei Lo Tachlev. Don't pass in front of him in the marketplace. Yutoch Shahaya Makircha, Metchila, since he knows you originally, Bakiu Boshrecha, he knows your money, Uvama Secha, and he knows what you've been doing, what you're up to. Humso Lila, to develop a canard, ligvos mimucha mamon, to extract from you money. Welcome, Henry. We are on Daf Yudchas Amad Aleph. We are um, well blind. I, I found it. Thank you. Okay. So now the, the Gemara continues. It says that in the Mishnah, all seven days prior to Yom Kippur, the the uh, the Kohanim would not uh, withhold from him. That was the word I was looking for before. They would not withhold from him any food or any drink. Of Yom Kippur, they did before the Tainus because they didn't want him to go to sleep uh, because he'd have to stay awake the entire night. Tanya of Yehuda, so Kol Shemazim Alehelimonim. Tanya of Yehuda ben Nekusa Omer. Machilinoso, they would give him salasos, who baits him. they would give him salasos of flowers, baits him or eggs. Kedelamasmaso, which means, I don't know how you say it exactly in English, but it means it causes him to go to the bathroom. Um, why do they want him to go to the bathroom? Uh, take a look at Rashi, first of all. Machilinoso. Uh, it's the first of the wide lines. Erev Yom Kippurim, Erev Yom Kippurim, Shachris in the morning, Solosos, a flower, Ubeitzim, and eggs. Kadei Lamas Meis, Achilo Shemameyav, wanted to like mix up the food in his stomach, Lushal Shalom, to cause him to have some kind of diarrhea. Shal Yistarchal in the cup of Lamachrov, so he shouldn't need to go to the bathroom the next time. He'd be emptying his bowels in Erev Yom Kippur, so he wouldn't need to go to the bathroom on Yom Kippur itself, and that would be a, he had a very, very busy day, and he needed to be focused, and he needed the time to get everything done in its proper time on Yom Kippur. But the Chachamah didn't agree. Um, back to the Gemara, Amrulo, Kolshkein, Shata, Mevila de Chimam. Certainly you're going to bring him to Chimam. Chimam refers to carry. Let's take a look at Rashi. Second line from the wide lines, Lide Chimam shall carry. Carry means a seminal omission. If a Kohen has a seminal omission on Yom Kippur, uh, he becomes puzzled from doing the Avodah, and you have to call a stand-in. So Rashi tells us, those two foods, flour and eggs, increase zera. Excuse me. Increase um, semen in a man, so that might cause him to uh, be mozi carry to have a seminal omission, and that would be disastrous. He would not be able to perform the avoda. 
yes, there was a standard. We've learned that there was a Skan Cohen who was ready to take his place, but it certainly was not Lechatchila. So the Gemara disagreed with Rabbi Yehuda ben Akusa, and they held you didn't give him uh, much of anything, and you certainly did not give him those two types of foods. Okay. Now, Tanya. Sumchus Omer, Mishum Rabbi Meir. Sumchus has the name of Rabbi Meir. Im Achilom also, lo alav beiz yud, v'amri lo alav beiz beiz yud. V'yeshamim atla yain lavam. Now, what is Aleph Bey's Yud? These are Simonim. These are, this is an acronym for different foods. So you didn't uh, uh, feed him the food that began with the Aleph or Siso, began with the Bey's or began with the Yud. And some, and some say that you didn't feed him the food that began with the Aleph, and there are two foods, different ones, that begin with a Bey's and a food that begins with a Yud. The Yeshomer, there are those who say, Af lo yain lavam. You wouldn't give him white wine, okay? What does olive base yud stand for? Lo, olive base yud, lo esrog. You wouldn't give him esrog. Velo beitzim, nor eggs. Velo yayin yashan. Okay? Uh, and not um, like older kind of wine. But just, just as a, a total aside, uh, has anyone here tried to eat an esrog? No. Don't try it. It's exceedingly bitter. So in order to eat esrog, my grandmother used to make, uh, used to make esrog jelly. And uh, my aunt, uh, used to make it also. And they added an awful lot of sugar into it. Um, I think they added other ingredients as well in order to make it edible. But this seems to be uh, esrog without the pectin and the, uh, the sugar. Um, it was it was actual esrog, so it seems from the Gemara that the esrog that we have today changed a little bit in composition from the esrog that we had years ago. Not that it's a different fruit, because otherwise it would be possible. Of course not. But uh, the fruit in composition changed a little bit. It was nishtana. It changed a bit from the fruit that they had back in the time of the Mesa Migdash. The Gemara says also, often that an esrog is edible. It seems that it's Edible as is, not not for us. Um, so um, you wouldn't give him these foods. You wouldn't give him any esrog. Seems like it was a common food to be eaten. You wouldn't give him eggs, which even today is a common food. But all yayin yashan, you wouldn't give him wine that has 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 been sitting, has older wine. Now, what is this? Ramila lo olive base base yun. So lo esrog. Below Batesim, not Esrogobatesim, below Basar Shaman, and not fatty meats. Okay? Below Yayin Yashan, and not older wine, and apparently uh, fatty meats have the same effect. Yeshomim Af, Lo Yayin Lovan, why? The Shayayin Lovan, maybe a Saldan, the day Tumah. Yayin Lovan, white wine, brings a person to Tumah, um, which means to carry. Let's take a look at Rashi. One short Rashi. Aleph Beis Yud and Aleph Beis Beis Yud. Rashi says, Simonim Heim, they are just acronyms of Simonim. The Fashal of Yazel, the Gemara explains it as we go on, as we saw already. Uh, the Gemara wants you to memorize. We don't give them a B or a Bavi. 
Okay, so this will be something to memorize over Shabbos. They didn't give the coin Gadol. Habi or Abavi. Okay. And some say, not even Yayin Lavan. They didn't even give him Yayin Lavan. Now, Tanarabana. Zav. A person who is a Zav. A Zav, a Zav is a person that uh, came out of him, uh, a male, that came out of him a seminal omission for, for women. The proper term is Zava, and that's uh, a woman that came out of her um, blood, and it's it's uh, a different denim of Zav and Zava. Zav uh, has to happen at least twice. There's a denim of a Zav. Tololo, now a person has this kind of seminal omission, Tololo b'maychol. We, we, we assume that if he ate certain foods, he wouldn't be considered to, to be a Zav. We would assume that the foods occurred because, I'm sorry, we would assume that the the, 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 the seminal omission occurred because of the foods that he, he ate. Tolo b'maychol v'chol mine maychol. Um, and not only uh, uh, any food, all foods, okay? Um, before we get to the opinion of Allah's uh, 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 this, let's take a look at Rashi. Rashi is the last two words on the second line below the, the second line from the bottom line, from the wide lines. Four lines from the bottom of the page. Zav tolen lo b'maychol. Im ochel maychol harbe. If he ate a lot of food, we call uh, min. Um, Shuhu tolen lomar shemachmas rov maychol rov. If he eats food from any type, we would say uh, that because he ate so much, that's the reason why he had carry of Shiva. We won't consider him to be a Zav. A Zav needs to um, needs to have Shiva Nikim, just like a Zava needs Shiva Nikim. He has to wait seven days without any seminal emission. And he checks also to make sure that he didn't have and before he's able to um, become Tahar, he has to go to the mikvah, he has to become Tahar at the end of the seven days. Nuxiv, Bisara. It says um keys of Zov. Um, we, we, I think each piece of Zov, we, we, sorrow, it says, uh, from his flesh, meaning uh, on its own, below Machmas onso, not because of any extraneous reason uh, to cause the assembly mission of a Balkari, Tommy Beyond, but just to be a Balkari, which is just one time, he is, is Tommy no matter what, even if it happens, but Ones, the aim, carry, resolve, by Mamakamagan. Carry and Zav don't come from the exact same part of the body. Its origination is not from the same body. It comes out through the through the male organ, but it does not originate from the same gland of the body. They don't look the same. Shazov Doma the Shazov Zav is similar to Shazar means um, flour that's made out of barley, they know kosher, and it's not um, it's not glumped together. It's more thin. Elokalobim beitza ha mezuras, like the white of an egg that has not been fertilized. Shechvazera, shechvazera is kosher. It is um, it is more glumpy. Kalobim beitza sheina mezura, which is similar to the white of an egg that is not mezuras, that is not sterile. As you know, a chicken can lay an egg, uh, whether she has uh, been uh, with a male chicken, with a rooster or not, 
she lays an egg. Anyway, I was not aware uh, that that uh, only for the Gemara, I, I, I know that um, there is a difference between um, the white of an egg that is that has been fertilized and the white of an egg that has not been fertilized. I was not aware, uh, except from learning this in halacha, that such a thing existed. Okay? Now, uh, let's see a little further in the Gemara. Alazar ben Pinchas Omer, Mishmei, the Mishmei Rabbi Yehuda This is five lines from the bottom. Alazar ben Pinchas has the name of Rabbi Yehuda ben Masera, and not anything that, that, that brings to Tuma. Now, um, what are Chagbi and Gavas are, are, are Simanim, just like um, um, Avi and Abavi are. So what are they? So the Mara says, Lo Chagbi, or Chagvi if you wish, Lo Cholav, not milk, Below Givina and not cheese, below Beitza and not eggs, below Yayin and not wine. So he takes out uh, Esrog and he puts in uh, Chalav and Givina. Milchiks, you shouldn't, uh, you shouldn't have milchiks. Below Gavas, may Greasin shall pull um, a porridge made out of pool, which is uh, beans, Ubasar Shameng, and fatty meat, or Marius. The Marius, I'm not sure what Marius is. If anyone has um, a translation there, you can tell me what the word Marius is, but it's a, a type of a, a food. So, Marius, I think, was fish fish brine or something like that. Oh, that's right. Marius. Marius says, in you know, the Zara, is, Marius says it's fish brine. Yeah, you don't give him that. Um, because these are local dwarm, and not, not only that, not just these foods, but local dwarm, not anything that brings a person to Tumma. Now, when the Gemara says, um, um, points out these um, these particular foods, these seven, and Gemara says, and not anything that brings a person to Tumma, the Gemara is trying to include, obviously, other foods. What are they? La suye mai. Mara says, what does this include? What other foods bring a person to Tumma? Um, we should say one Rashi in the bottom before we um, we uh, we go further. We don't give a Zab, maybe because of when he is checking himself to becomes the, go through Zayin to make sure he doesn't have further any more seminal emissions, any Zab emissions. So the Mara says, um, what what are they? What does it come to include? So how the Tanur Rabbanon? That which the Rabbanon say, Chamisha Devarim Mevi'im Esadim Ledei Tuma. There are five things that cause a person to come to Tuma. Ve'elu Hain. And these are the Hashum. Shum is garlic. Vahashichlayim. Shichlayim Rashi says on top is Kershin. Kershin in in Yiddish. Kershin are cherries. Um, I'm not sure if that's the exact translation. Um, the Chalgologos, 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 Rashi says Chalgologos is pulfer, which doesn't help me any. Um, Vabetsim, which are eggs. 
the high gargir. And gargir, Rashi says, is aruga. Um, aruga is, um, it, it's, a, it's a plant that we know today uh, what that means. So, um, uh, so these things um, are, are uh, you, you don't feed them. I just, it's just, um, um, okay. The, the Gemara is going to explain what a uh, gargar is. Um, I think perhaps we'll leave this, the rest of the Gemara for next week because it goes a few lines and we've, we've run out of time. So I wish you all a very good Shabbos and I'm going to see you next week.